So I was in the office today okay. with Sabrina. Okay. Um, you know, uh, attending to the business that I needed to attend to. Yeah. And um, and we got around to um, the trip that you, uh, her, and another mutual friend of all of ours, Nazifa. Right. Um, that you guys are going to take. And she was just like, oh, you know, I was thinking about, you know, inviting you. But I don't know if you have the time. And I was just like, I work seven days a week. I, I literally can't get away at all. Right. Um, and somehow we got back on the uh on the trip that we all took to california like oh man i love that trip over 10 years ago yeah. uh. and <laughs> sabrina brought up the fact she was just like i don't know i mean we're all going to be in this the same room uh, together going to maine i don't know if you can deal with like all of us snoring you know so we inevitably got back to the adventures of you and i Oh man! Come when, on. We sh- when we shared a hotel room and you snore like, like you had the. I never hear the end of this story. Like you had one of the gates of hell in your throat. Look, I just went for a sleep study. She it's told me. Out, yeah. She told me ten years after the fact. You know. Well, you know, I work at a glacial pace. Yes. <laughs> you know, the early bird catches the worm. The tortoise was built in a day. The tortoise was built in a day. Rome wasn't. You know, ah. but anyway, <laughs> Sabrina told me to ask you um, for the specifics of what the blockage in your throat or esophagus. I is. got a big tongue, dude. That's what it is. Yeah. The doctor said um, he was he was really kind of like he's really kind of his reaction took me back because it was like uh He's like, you, you have a very large tongue. I was like, thanks. And he was like, yeah, but it's I can hear it obstructing your airways. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, the other thing, I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine that you get any complaints. And I was like, well, now that I think about it, doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I have surprisingly a large amount of complaints. So, um <laughs> Well, that's that's why Sabrina said that with a smile. Then <laughs> she's like, "Ask him what the obstruction is." <laughs> All right, very yeah. good, very good. I I'll never get that image out yeah. of my head now. But, Welcome um, to that. My God, my God. So yeah, just make sure that doesn't kill you. Oh, the tongue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe you need to get like it, a, it hasn't killed Gene Simmons. Well, I don't understand why it would kill me. Yeah, but he's a. He's a rock star. Yeah, that's uh, true. With millions and millions of dollars, he probably has somebody hold his tongue while he's asleep. You know, know, you're just a kid from Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Captain Cunnilingus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Um, (laughs) Weird Marvel Um, tie-in. But yeah. yeah, I finally, I'm finally gonna get a fucking sleep app machine, a CPAP machine for the fucking, for my sleep apnea. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, if that doesn't work, will you have to get like a tongue reduction or something? Or is there such a thing? Um, I don't know. Maybe I mean, I'm gonna get a stud. You're gonna get like a stud in your tongue? Yeah, like the like it's the '90s. So you can like so at night you just pin it to your chin. Yeah. That way. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my I have it like set up for like a Rube Goldberg esque. Oh. Like I'll tie it to a string that leads into the kitchen. So when the <laughs> alarm goes off, like my tongue just like retracts and then it makes pancakes in the kitchen. While while the music <laughs> plays in the background. <laughs> what what oh Oh, man i need that song thinking about songs that like i need because i already have the like like i I have that song and um why (laughs) because i never know when i'm gonna be here juggling knives alone at home oh of course of course <laughs> you gotta have accompaniment yeah <laughs> jesus oh man mm. oh like you you feel this in the air like we're smiling it's fun it's cool <laughs> uh, but we gotta get to it you ready yeah absolutely <laughs> dude 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 we actually um we actually have audio for the uh, opening of the show. You don't need to actually uh, ad lib it. Oh, okay. okay. Pablo Morali Martinez. <laughs> I'm Ernesto Manzibo, and together we are Robots, Robots versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Another week. Another week. Another ton of shit. Yeah. Um, man, uh, let's jump uh, right into it. Okay. Um, another fucking run ass backwards through a fucking cornfield. <laughs> so you know that is the political spectrum of today. So protect your goddamn cheeks as we talk about yeah. this. Um, uh, Charlottesville. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, basically the, uh, the, at least for this weekend, the sphincter of the third Reich. Uh, it's yeah. The little remnants of the shit. Yeah. That was the dump. That was the Nazis. It was yeah. It was the the shit nuggets of, yeah. of the major dump, right? Right. The Very. Nazi cosplayers, um, <laughs> who have uh, plagued our land with the rise of four chan and Breitbart. Uh, um, we are the master race <laughs> with our polo shirts and khakis, <laughs> but we can't run too far because you know we need our we need our our. Or breath pumps. Jeez. It's uh, it's just uh, like I all I uh, all I saw were like a bunch of hipster white dudes and like doughy dudes that look like they play World of Warcraft for a living. Seriously, Um, with their tiki torches. With their tiki torches. You know, talking Um, about you know, um, 
blood and soil and and we will not um, we will not be replaced or some shit like that and yeah, whatever the fuck the garbage uh, these people spouted uh, this kind of vile hatred that has um, kind of become sort of like commonplace in this era of Trump because you know Trump um, Trump emboldened these people and now they've all decided to come out of their little hobbit holes. Yeah, and yeah. Show their stupid faces. They've been they've There's been there under the surface for like forever. Um, so make no mistake, this isn't a new phenomenon. It's been it's no. been here since the the beginning. But now they feel like they can come out into the light and not face any consequences. But I have to be really really proud of the online community, the social media community. Because they've been doing amazing things with identifying a lot of these assholes and putting them on blast. Like they've like yeah. there's this meme flying around on Facebook where they zoom in on their faces and they're like, do you recognize me? I'm a white nationalist, blah, blah, blah. It's like if you if you recognize me, please, you know, find my employer and let, yeah. him, let them know. That um, is so fucking awesome. So awesome. And some of them actually are getting caught and are starting to backtrack. They're just like, no. They're they're pulling what they're no. they're pulling Mark they're Wahlberg. Pulling. <laughs> it's like no, I'm a white nationalist, but I, I, I care about everyone, and I'm quoting here. It's just like no, we just want to preserve our culture. You know, we think we found a transformer. You know, but it's so pathetic because it's like you see them in these pictures, just looking hateful and frothing at the mouth, and they're just like no, it's about. It's about preserving cultures. Like, get the fuck out of here. These fucking wusses. Like, they, like, once they get a microphone, like, uh, like pushed into their face, mm -hmm. like, from the media, like, asking them what the fuck is going on, then they clam up. Like, I saw that, that, and, and what's, what's even better is, like, our current, uh, like, our anti, like, uh, our anti-Nazi protesters that are out there mm -hmm. um our brethren out there that are carrying the torch of like you know progressive america absolutely um they are not afraid to get up in these motherfuckers faces because you saw that what, what's his name the the dude who uh led the rally i forget what the, what was his name uh i i almost shitbag mc <laughs> stupid face um he looks like like uh, Richard Spencer Light. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is uh, saying something because it's like, how do you make light out of a bowl of shit? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, I hope you're listening, Mr. Spencer, because uh, we fucking hate you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that dude was like, he was. <laughs> that was the best thing. He was in front of like uh, like all these cameras. He's got all these microphones. <laughs> like well we just wanted to hold a peaceful rally and then and then he turns around and there's like this wave of counter protesters and then he's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and he runs off he runs like off. grievous at the like general grievous at the end of fucking you know episode two yeah he just crawled away <laughs> he, said, he literally tripped a few times just like oh god i don't you know i didn't put my running shoes on today and prickers just <laughs> The cops had to like prop him up and get him out of there. He's just like, oh, oh, what? I just, I just want to talk about hate. Why do you guys have to chase me down? That is the most surprising thing about this whole thing. 
That is the most surprising thing about the whole thing. They're, these people are just like, it's the liberal progressives and their violent ways that are coming in and starting the violence. We came in with a message of, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, guys, next time maybe we shouldn't bring the guns <laughs> and, you know, the epithets. Like, you can't, you can't talk about, you know, peaceful protests when you look like you guys are hunting Frankenstein. <laughs> you know? It just doesn't work that way. Like, I, I just, uh, I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. Like, you know what? I do get it. It's just, it's a, it's. It's just grotesque, and I, I words kind of fail me when mm-hmm. I think about uh, things like Charlottesville and um, the lengths these pieces of shit are willing to go to to establish the fact that they're not going to go away. Like this is a this is we have we currently in America have an illness mm-hmm. um, that is rotting away at the very foundation of what the United States actually stands for. And it's emboldened by um, though our current occupier in chief and his stupid staff of like, um, you know, Steve, his, his staff of, of neo-Nazis and, uh, and, you know, bigots, mm-hmm. Stephen Miller, Sebastian Gorka, and Steve Bannon. Mm-hmm. Sebastian Gorka, uh, is has t- has family ties to Nazis, family ties to Nazis. I didn't realize he was actually still in the administration until he came out the other day, and he made some kind of like weird perverse statement about the fact that like um, the mo- the bombing of that mosque that happened like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, said it was an he said it was an he might it might have been an inside job by leftist progressives get the fuck oh a man with nazi ties right oh saying that shit steve bannon you know we don't even need to say anything i mean he he started breitbart news Mm -hmm. and he said I, i i forget where what he what news outlet he was talking to at the time where he was like the head of Breitbart, he was like, we are the platform for the alt-right. I mean, he's he's in the White House. And then Steve Miller, who, like, by all accounts is just a piece of shit, who said that the, the, the poem on the, uh, what's it called, on the Statue of Liberty's, you know. Yeah. He said mm-hmm. that it didn't matter. Like because it, it, was, it was placed there after... Um, uh, we received the statue as a gift. It's just like you guys, you guys are just complete pieces of shit and looking for any way to legitimize uh, the platform that that you're working off of because you know it's illegitimate. You know you guys are pieces of shit and that you're you're on the losing end of this. I've been thinking about like what the solution to this uh, this whole like clusterfuck of. Uh, racism just coming up and seeping out from under the planks with which we we've kept it like in the basement and now it's like seeping up through the cracks i think i know what you're gonna say oh yeah mass deportations i was gonna say scroll invasion but i guess i was wrong (laughs) okay no no yeah i think uh 
I think what you're saying is probably more feasible. Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Uh, mass deportations. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the president should really start thinking about, you know, deporting these people back to their homeland if they really want, <laughs> if they really hate America as much as they say they do. We should just start deporting them back to like Scotland and England and parts of Germany. I'm thinking they're probably like, I'm sure the Germans will be happy to have them. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, poor Germany. I can already hear them. They're just like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no we already dealt with this. We dealt with this shit <laughs> many, many decades ago. No, no. Uh, no, but I'm I, I'm I'm totally on board with you. I feel like we should do an exchange program. They can, they can send all the uh, people who they uh, don't want, essentially anybody who is not white, glad to take them, and we will send all the uh, angry white guys from here, over there, and you guys can just you know live in paradise, just, just being you know yeah, because it, it whatever seemed, the fuck it seems like think. they're not happy here. <laughs> as a matter of, as a matter of fact it's like i i strongly encourage it and i'm willing to put a certain amount of capital behind it um all of you who are just so so like done with this country you think you think you're losing your heritage i challenge you get to all of you get together get some boats or whatever the fuck go somewhere we'll even we'll even give you guys some change to go and uh, find a landmass somewhere. And for the first time in the history of whiteness, um, build a country on your own. Like, really on your like own. Like, really on like, like, without help, without yeah. the training wheels of, of slavery and the indigenous exactly. population. Exactly. Like, go find a landmass somewhere. Um, I hear there's a lot of uh, land open, opening up up north because of global warming. So, <laughs> you know, you can find after after, you know, you chip through the permafrost, you know, you'll have something you can grow on maybe. Or if you really feel like you really identify with the whole Nazi thing, if you're really married to that concept, well, then, you know, your leader, you know how he ended <laughs> up. By all means, do the same. Yeah. Like, we're not going to stop you. We're really not. We're done. You know, what would Hitler do? Yeah. Exactly. You know? Shoot himself in the face. Yeah. And then make sure that nobody discovers his body. Yeah. No fuss, no muss. No fuss, no muss. Now, here at Robots vs. Taxes, we don't normally advocate mass suicide. <laughs> but um, yeah. for, the, for the good of the planet, um, those of you who don't want to be down with the awesomeness of diversity because diversity is fucking awesome. Yeah. I mean, let's just put it, let's just put it, let's just say what it is. You know, it's like, it's like me and Pablo, we are of, uh, Latino descent and we have a fucking awesome culture yeah. from the music to the food, to the dancing, to add to the history, to the political beliefs. It's fucking awesome. But you know what? We enjoy the fuck out of all the surrounding cultures that that um, we have enjoyed over the years from Asia to Africa and everything that is interspersed and interwoven in between because real culture is an awesome and beautiful thing. And guess what? We also mean European culture yeah. because European culture is far older than white culture. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there is a difference between European and white white 
only came into existence at the end of the 1600s. White was only constructed to separate people, working class people, because the white elites of this country started to see that, holy cow, the people that we're taking advantage of, both white and black, are starting to increase in number and they're starting to figure our shit out. We need some way to draw a line between them to keep them separated and under our control. And that's the only reason that whiteness came about and into invention. Before that, people were just Scottish, English, African, Mexican, this, yeah. that, this, that, and the other. And if there's anything that gets people um, to pull together, it's their common struggle. It's the common, it, it's the common fear against that which oppresses them. Um, but the easiest way to separate people is through these imaginary boundaries for for which they don't have to fight over. It's like it's like so what you're white. So what you're you're of this other uh, this other culture. You know, there there's a multitude of cultures. If we're all struggling, we're all struggling because we all have the same needs. So we should all be working together. It also serves as somewhat of a distraction, especially with this current administration. But that's that's a whole other conversation. But uh Back um, back to Charlottesville, um, there was a lot of screaming. There was a lot of ugliness, but the ugliness went to um, an even higher level this past weekend where a young man by the age uh, he he was uh, in his 20s, in his 20s, I believe he was 20 years old. Exactly. Um, drove his car into the crowd, um, injuring at least 19 people and killing one. Um, killing this young woman who uh, Pablo Pablo knows her name. Yeah, Heather Hare. Heather Hare. Um, rest in power. Rest in power. She uh, she was an activist. She was the type of person who spoke up against this sort of thing. Um, more and more details are coming out about her. When you look at her Facebook page for her cover photo, she had a very powerful statement saying, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, but if if you're not if you're not outraged by what's going on, you're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. I mean, that just says it, says it so eloquently. Um, it also turns out that she was a follower of one of our favorites, uh, Sean King. Yep. Um, and Sean King spoke out immediately once he found out uh, that she was uh, one of us. He's just like you know, she uh, she represents everything that um, we should all be representing. And for me she'll always be like a hero yeah you know and, and i think it, it, she died a hero yeah it, she uh um sean king said it really well and even uh this young woman's uh poor mother i i don't know how people find the strength to speak publicly after such a horrible event but even um this young woman's mother said you know i'm uh, and i'm paraphrasing again though i'm sad like she this is what her life was about and now she gave her life to this cause. Yeah. I remember watching this show called um, The Fall. It's on Netflix, right? And it's about this. Uh, uh, mm, yeah, mm. it's about this this uh, this guy, this seemingly ordinary, handsome dude that um, that goes around killing people. And then uh, his wife is none the wiser. Right. Mm -hmm. And they interview his wife and. um the lady who's the lead cop who's doing the interviewing says something that reminded me of how I view this lady is like, she's um, this lady is not curious and relatively stupid. 
you know, um, because she, she sounds completely like clueless. She's like, uh, I didn't know what he was doing. He said he was going to a Trump rally, you know, and Trump isn't a white supremacist. Q, Q, uh, drum beat, you uh-huh. know, uh, and then, uh, Q rim shot rather. Um, and then, uh, she was like, I don't understand. He has an African American friend. You know, and then she left. And then she, she left. Said, yeah. uh, so, I mean, this kind of like idiocy um, is kind of resonant because it. I feel like it represents most people's mentality. That's like the swing voters' mentality mm. of these people who voted for Trump and uh, who, um, like, their issue is not politics. They just, uh, they go with their gut, you know, mm. and their gut is usually like, oh, I don't, I'm not gonna, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna get political, but you know, I favor the person who's going to deport these Mexicans, you know? <laughs> um, so what do we do about this? What do we do with, with people like this? Because I mean, these are the kind of people who like a keep Trump either keep Trump in power or vote for him. You know, how do we educate these people? How do we reach these people? And you know, uh, my we wife actually. Them in taffy. <laughs> what? I said we boil them in taffy. <laughs> That's so. your answer to everything. Yeah, because it um, <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but my wife actually uh, made a very uh, interesting point. She was like, "Why don't we just move to where they are?" And I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, what? I was like, I don't want to move. She's like, no, but what about like, it's, she's like, it's time for the people on the coasts, you know, the blue states to stop staying blue and start moving inward. And I'm just like, that's the only way we're going to change their minds, right? If hmm. we start moving next door to these people. Um, and like, that to me, uh, at first it sounded a little like, I was like, you're insane. And she's like, well, well, you're married to me. And I was like, ah, I love you, babe. <laughs> um, um, but uh, it'd be like reverse gentrification. Yeah, it, it would be like reverse gentrification. You know, the property's cheaper in a lot of those places. I know, too. right? Hey, I think you might have just stumbled onto something. Yeah, I know. Um, this this had also been an idea that I was exploring because I was like, uh, well, if the coasts, yeah, well, if the the if the ice sheet melts, and like the oceans rise, the coasts are gonna get like the United States is gonna start looking like an apple core. Hey, so um, hey, you're right. So we're gonna be pushed inward, you know, standing shoulder to shoulder with all these people. It's time we introduce them to what it's like in the cities, you know. Hmm. It's time like we start moving inwards and looking inwards towards um, the industry that exists inside the United States, as opposed to staying in the sa- the relative safety of you know the coasts. Um, which is it's kind of like it's both a really interesting idea, but it's also kind of crazy because who would want to move out to where there are tornadoes, you know? Mm. Um, mm. Or, you know, Nebraska, where there's, like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Take that, Nebraska. 
<laughs> I mean, I saw that movie. Um, there's nothing out there, you know. Um, but you know, I'm assuming that if we, if people from the coast are moving inward, there will eventually be something there. Yeah, no, totally. It might even revitalize the inner workings of the United States. But you we'll know, these the are cool all. Shit. Yeah, what? I said, well, I'll bring the cool shit. Yeah, we'll bring the cool shit to you. Mm-hmm. You know, and the like, the forward thinking to you. But you know, God, you sound so so stuck I, up right now. I know, I know, right? <laughs> But we're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know. That's like my science fiction, you know, wonderland of an idea. Um, But uh, who knows? I mean, like, we could. uh, It it could just work out like Game of Thrones. We're all arguing, arguing amongst ourselves, fighting each other, Mm -hmm. uh, fighting obviously what is evil. And then, meanwhile, the White Walkers, or or, AKA nuclear weapons, are all going to wipe us out anyway. Well, I kind of feel like the White Walkers are here already in a certain way. Yeah. <laughs> Rimshot. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be something if an alien force were to suddenly invade? How quickly our petty differences would fall away? Well, we'd have to do something about that. <laughs> Nancy? Get me my cape. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Get Will Smith on the phone. <laughs> I don't know why why we went into Reagan there. Were well, you doing Reagan? Or? I was. I was right. because he actually said that shit um, oh, at, the, wow. at the United Nations. He was just like, you know, oh, wouldn't it be great if like, if, I'm paraphrasing, you know, but um, I'm doing a lot of that this episode. Uh, he was saying like if an alien force were to just invade, you know, some some force superior to us how quickly we would all have to band together. And in theory, uh, yeah, that's that's what would happen. But I can't help but to think that they're uh, the the darkest, rottenest part of humanity would still do a lot of infighting, even while we face certain destruction. Um, they're just some really sick self-serving individuals they are uh in this world in this country and um yeah we we can only hope that there are enough of us who are uh, able to think we're not perfect but at least we're able to think um and work in the best interest in the best interest of humans you know but anyway getting getting too far into the robot section there yeah. uh but but before we get to that point we um, should probably start inching a little closer to the robot section yeah no we'll definitely yeah. inch uh closer to it um and as with any good um sci-fi and, and pop culture you know we eventually talk about worldwide destruction but we have a segue into that because our dealings with North Korea are, are uh, <laughs> <laughs> getting kind of uh you know tense yeah <laughs> Uh, All brought to you by our stupidity in chief. Um, Mr. uh, Doesn't really think before he speaks. Good Lord. I Um, mean, Mr. Fucking Fire and Fury. Yeah. Uh, You know, they better think. Otherwise, we're, you know, I'm now mixing Trump and Reagan for some reason. But um, (laughs) that was weird. It tasted weird in my mouth. But Trumpkin. (laughs) Trumpkin. Um, 
but yeah, yeah. no, he's, he's just popping all this shit, and North Korea is just like, all right, well, fuck Guam, you know. So, oh yeah. So like, like when they said fuck Guam, I was like, well, they didn't literally say fuck Guam, but they're gonna fuck Guam. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Guam. <laughs> Why? Like, I don't know. For me, it just struck me as like the oddest target to hit. Oh, they were, they're close. They're relatively close by. And they have, yeah, they have U.S. citizens over there. Yeah, so so they're going to, you know. And if not Guam, then, I mean, there are so many neighbors who are our allies in that region of the world that it's going to, it's going to get really, really tense. Not, you know, South Korea, of course, but there's also Japan um and and other um allies within that region and we gotta we really we gotta diffuse this situation quick because the thing about dude we're all gonna die i mean like (laughs) well first first that region of the world is going to be a uh a glowing husk and then uh the exchange becomes worldwide there's let's let's just get this out there there's no way at this time that north korea is going to hit the continental United States. They are, they're just not that developed in terms of their weaponry. If right. The, the best they could hope for is like a Hail Mary pass. And the thing is... Uh, you're going to hit Japan? Is that what you mean? No, no. I mean, like, they, the, the thing is they've, they've tested uh, a missile that could, in theory... Uh, hit the U.S.? Hit the U.S. But, it's, but in theory, um, in terms of weaponry and the physics is a far cry from saying, yeah, we can actually hit you. You know, you don't want to spend all that money, all that research um, and create <laughs> create this nuclear warhead that is not going to reach the target. It's just it's a it's a monumental waste of resources. So what they're going to do is go after targets that they know they can hit because they have short range to medium range missiles that could reach Japan and could reach a lot of our allies. Um, so that would they would most likely go that way first, but that would in turn trigger uh, an exchange with uh, countries that work with North Korea, uh, mainly China, um, Russia to a certain extent. Uh, but who know who knows what the fuck Russia wants these days? Like his military personnel, every time he makes a statement about North Korea, they always do a spit take because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. they're just like <laughs> they can't believe that this stupid idiot is actually inching us closer to death. I mean, even scientists are, like, pushing the uh, the doomsday clock. I mean, it's got to be, hit like, half past three at this point. Because it's... Uh, oh, the, the doomsday clock, since, uh, since Trump has been in office, um, has been, like, I think l- definitely less than ten minutes from midnight. Yeah. Um, even maybe even less than five minutes. It, it's it's the closest that it's been since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, and the thing about Trump, what I what I want ultimately what I want is for him to be out of office and rendered completely um, in jail. In in jail. <laughs> I was gonna say inert, but in jail would yeah. be even better. But ultimately, and I guess I'm sort of realizing this now is that. On the most fundamental level, I want him to know pain, and I don't mean—I don't mean in the physical, like you know, somebody stomping his chest out. Though you know, I wouldn't, 
Uh, you wouldn't stop someone. I from wouldn't doing stop that. someone. You know, I mean, I'm not a cop or anything, yeah. so it's not <laughs> it's not my business to to stop that sort of thing. But the thing about Trump is that he's never ever had to feel the pain or the consequence of his actions in his life. He was raised with a silver spoon in his mouth. He got some money from daddy and inherited this uh, real estate business. And, you know, it's it's very difficult when you're rich to really uh, fail and not become rich, especially if you have people around you doing most of the work. Um, But even when he's gone bankrupt, even when Trump University, Trump stakes, Trump casinos have gone under, he's never actually had to feel that pain because he's stayed rich. He stayed influential throughout that entire time. He's there's never been a point in his life where he's he he's had to struggle, you know, except maybe except maybe finding an, an acceptable hairstyle for himself. That's it. Or, you know, a wife or a wife. But even then, you know, yeah, that's right. Like he's he's got he's got so much money that he could like, you know, somebody's going to be like, "Eh, all right, I'll bite this bullet. Doesn't it piss you off that Melania Trump, Melania Trump said something about Charlottesville like almost an entire hour before he did. You know what? Yeah. Fuck it. Just fuck it. Fuck it. It's just I, I just can't. I just can't. I just can't fucking do this. Right now, before we go into the robot section, let's make a prediction about next week. All right. What sort of, like, fuckery we're going to face. Because every week it is something new. It is something else. It is something more unbelievable. I'm waiting for him to to tell Melania to shut up on TV. Oh. Um, oh. I'm waiting for for him to... Because, you know, men like him, they're, they're sloppy. They get sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm waiting for him to fuck up. Like, he's going to either call Melania a cunt or he's going to tell uh, Ivanka to shut up or he's going to tell. Uh, you know what? I wouldn't even put it past him to use the N word like live on TV. Mm. Um because he's gonna one one like we've only done three and a half years. <laughs> we we have three and a half years to go. Oh god! Right? Oh. There is no way. There is no way he's not gonna fuck this up, and he's he's pretty consistent. Um, I mean, so far he's had three speeches, and three times he's completely missed the mark. Uh, you know, politicizing the Boy Scouts. What was the second one? Oh yeah, advocating for pr- police brutality to the to the cops, uh, and then finally uh, saying that many sides were responsible for the acts of Nazis, Nazis. Which I keep reiterating the same point. Last time I checked, <laughs> Nazis were the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah, I still think that holds true. You know, call us crazy. I mean, if you have proof to the uh, to the contrary, uh, shove it up your ass because it doesn't exist. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, no, I I predict that um, like Nazis in every fucking movie. Like, <laughs> I just don't understand. There's never been a good Nazi in a fucking movie. Oh man, uh, you know, 
I predict that this time next week he will either um, announce some sort of ridiculous coalition against uh, North Korea, you know, citing partners like uh, Putin in Russia, and um, is uh, is Slobodan Milosevic still alive? No, he's dead. He's dead. Okay. Nah, uh, he may refer to him anyway, though, because yeah. I think he's made that mistake in the past as well. I um, mean, this guy is on the side of, like, Duterte in the Philippines, mm-hmm. uh, Edragon in um, in Turkey, and Putin. I mean, he loves himself some authority. He, he loves them because he wants to be them. He mm-hmm. wants to be them. Um, I think he, his whole thing with... The only person, the only despot that he he has a beef with is Kim Jong Un, mm. because Kim Jong Un threatens, isn't afraid of Donald Trump. You know, he'll probably invite him over to a, a state dinner sometime yeah, soon, either to Mar-a-Lago or even to the White House itself. You know, just like you know, come over, we can talk it out. Whereas you, where where really what it'll be is like he just wants pointers. Two yeah, two idiots with stupid haircuts. Um, yeah, and nukes. Stupid haircuts and nukes. That's what can be worse. But uh, hey. I'm Ernesto Mancivo. <laughs> I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And you're listening to Robots vs. Texas on Radio Free Brooklyn, where we can talk about anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But speaking of impending conflicts, um, I know a lot of you out there have to be, just have to be, it's just a cultural phenomenon at this point, uh, fans of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Man, this season has been intense. It's it's heating up. It's heating up. Literally. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> winter has never <laughs> been so hot to the touch. <laughs> That sounded like a KTU promo. (laughs) Winter came, and it's hotter than ever. Global warming. Anyway, um, yeah, it's 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 been pretty cool, despite the fact that it's it feels like it's 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 getting a little rushed. Um, Well, they they only have but so much. People are just teleporting all over Westeros. You know, they only have but so much uh, time left to uh, tell the story of the, of these kingdoms and the wall that goes on between them. So, yeah, so stuff has to get rushed around. I think um, they're, they're going to depart from the books a little bit. Uh, yeah, in the interest they have, of, they have to. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't understand why they don't use... Because if it's really honest, like this la- this past episode, it really feels like everyone's just taking like a shuttle <laughs> to you know the next land. Uh, but it, all the all the directors need to do is just do a soft fade, and add like like small titles saying six months later. That would solve all this all these weird time discrepancies that the show suffers from but at the same time damn dude that was fucking nuts oh my goodness what let well let's talk about um episode four uh before we go into the latest episode which was episode five um in episode four 
uh, what would you say? All right, let me stop bullshitting. We all we all know what the what the climax of that episode was. Yeah, Jamie Lannister inside his sister. Oh God, <laughs> that was so gross. Oh. <laughs> Incestuous, incest jail. Oh, <laughs> Robots versus taxes, where we talk about incest, <laughs> like it's the hottest thing ever. <laughs> The newest trend that everybody's talking about. Hot incest. We make it work. Anyway. That was gross. That was the uh, (laughs) that's probably one of the weirdest things we've ever said. Um so but you don't come here for normalcy. No. 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 You come to Robots versus Texas for the oddity. Yeah. You're curious about what it's like on the other side. Um, but yeah, but yes, episode four when fucking Khaleesi and uh, and the and her hordes and her dragon showed up to kick some Lannister ass. Hell yeah, the Lannisters up until that point had been beating the shit out of um, out of uh, Khaleesi's army. I felt I, I almost felt really bad, like. Because I'm pretty sure is Grey Worm dead? I don't think Heavy so. Heavy spoilers, by the way. I, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I mean, we're at least we're not as bad as the hackers who have mm, who who leaked <laughs> like a few episodes yeah, and scripts. Pretty much. What is their end game, by the way? What is the end game to those people? Like, wh- do they hate the show? I don't understand. Do they hate the show? Do they like the show? What's what's the deal? Pablo, some men just want to watch the world burn. He was playing with an episode, The Size of a Tangerine. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, when Khaleesi showed up with her dragon and started fucking shit up. First of all, this was the most vicious depiction of a dragon that I've ever seen yeah. on screen, ever, hands down. And, and I saw Dragon Heart with Dennis Quaid. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> but I'm sorry. I, no, but that actually kind of leads me to the next thing I was going to say. When I really thought about it, a lot of movies that I've seen have depicted dragons in a very mystical, magical, um, almost uh, uh, comical light. Uh, there have even been times when they've been talking with yeah. uh, uh, Scottish accents, yeah. you know? Mulan, Pete's dragon. I'm a dragon. <laughs> Roar. I beat my wife. <laughs> I beat her ash. <laughs> oh, that's my horrible Sean Connery. Sometimes when she let me stop. We, <laughs> we, we, we all we all know Sean Connery will will slap a woman in a second. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't I really don't want to meet that guy. I mean, yeah. I loved his some of his films, but after I learned that, oh my god, that's okay. Yeah. Anywho, um, <laughs> this depiction of the dragon was so vicious. <laughs> Because it was just utter terror. It was. It was I, the way it flew in, the sounds, the fire, the, the dragon fire. To me, it was just like, like one giant repulsor blast. Like, it just decimated everything. It was basically controlled nuclear fire. Because yeah. it was just turning, it was just melting dudes. It was turning them into ash. 
ash. It's just ash. It was just they would just a slight wind would come along from like the wings of the dragon beating on. They were just like like a fart in the wind, just like a, gone, just gone. It's like nothing left of you. Um, and uh, at some point, uh, the dragon was uh, slightly injured, and that that definitely like made me like hold my breath for a second, like oh my god. Yeah, I know, right? Oh my god! But uh, then it seemed Danny's more... vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> and then it turns around, like Jamie's like charging at her. Dragon turns around and he's like, "Nope, she's not vulnerable for <laughs> shit. <laughs> Suck up my flame, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's what the dragon actually said <laughs> in the original cut, but they decided to take it out. They were just like, "No, we're not going to have them talk just yet," you know. So yeah, I know that but, would be pushing it. Yeah, but that's that's what that's what that dragon would sound yeah, like. <laughs> I'm glad. You know, I'm I'm going for to for vocal coach lessons to try to get a gig as a dragon. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, I I thought that. The episode was was dope. Like I really, I'm, I'm like I'm kind of like waiting on the edge of my seat and can't wait for the next episode. Same here. But the next episode, which we did get to see last night, yeah, episode five, uh, started with the ruins of the fucking oh, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It literally looked like uh, a, a post atomic attack. It was just ashen wasteland <laughs> shadows of men <laughs> strewn across the battlefield some of them still like curled up in fear behind their shields yeah. like you know but they're nothing but like ashen husks yeah you know, it's it was it was beautiful you know but uh so devastating and uh, uh I, I, yeah i mean uh, like we could talk about this without going into heavy spoilers like the two dudes that got blown away, mm-hmm. right? Um, I was not expecting their their armor to burn away completely. I thought their armor would be left, but no, it was just a pile of ash and fire. <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck, that looks painful." <laughs> the dragon basically turned them into like cartoons. It's like yeah. when tar- cartoons get burned up and they just like they dissolve. <laughs> they dissolve, and it's just like a little. Like a pyramid style pile of ash, <laughs> yeah, at the bottom, and it blows away. Just, whoosh. yeah. <laughs> what what should have been left were like two googly eyes like, <laughs> out of the ash. Um, but yeah, the the episode was like in it, you know it brought back like an old face. Yes. Um, should we say who it is or? Yes. Gendry's back. Gendry's back. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised to see him and I was surprised that he was so ready to just be like, yep, I'm going to die now. Um, and he joined that suicide squad. I would, uh, (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I was going to, I was going to say medieval Avengers, but no, that's, that's the. That's a suicide squad. Well, that's true. Because they went marching off into... Certain death. Into Antarctica. <laughs> with no hats, by the way. Yeah. Like, these motherfuckers are so hardcore. They're just like, fuck it if we get a cold. Who cares? <laughs> you know. And uh, going to uh, get a, uh, a White Walker for proof. Yeah, that is... That plot point is insane. 
It's how like, are they going to do it? I, like, how do you even catch a White Walker? Like, I don't know. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for the next episode. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be insane. I, I know whatever happens, though, this season is going to leave us on such a cliffhanger. And then we've got to wait a fucking year uh, to get final resolution. Yeah. And we may not survive another year, given what's going on yeah, with the world. Yeah, they should really you know? hurry it up and yeah, just, just dump like, the rest of the episodes. Like, for Pete's sake, like, we don't know if there's going to be civilization yeah. this time next year. The next next year, we may be living the Hunger Games. So, like, <laughs> you know. Or Mad Max. Or Mad Max. Depending on how bad it gets. That's true. That's true. Oh, we better learn how to play the guitar, then. I, oh, yeah. yeah so, we can do, so we can just shred in the middle of the... Uh, <laughs> In the battles, you know. <laughs> All we do is rock. <laughs> That's my, one of my favorite moments in Mad Max. Even my, when I showed my dad that movie, he was just like, wow, that's that's like heavy metal. <laughs> like, that's right, Dad. <laughs> There's no pussy in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right, Dad. Um <laughs> Man, the po- I I can't imagine myself in the post-apocalypse doing anything other than being a marauder. <laughs> oh, like threatening other smaller communities for food and and gasoline. Jeez, it's uh. born a mohawk. <laughs> Speaking of which, <laughs> did you see? Uh, well, well, yeah, we saw th- we, we we basically caught up on all the episodes of Rick and Morty, right? Yes. Yeah. Except yeah. for the most recent one, the Vindicators episode. We right. haven't seen I, that one. I have, yeah. 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 Um, I fucking love this show so much. Rick and Morty is one of the highest works of genius of our modern era. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's just the most well written, funniest uh, adult cartoon that one could hope for uh, during these times. It's just so, so good. If you haven't watched the show, please go to adultswim.com, catch up on it, and just tickle yourself they have, silly. They have a fair amount of episodes on there. Yeah. Um, which is good. I mean, like, I feel like Adult Swim hasn't, like, after Aqua Teen Hunger Force kind of got canceled. Mm. Like, I'm like, I struggle to find other shows that because they've leaned into the weirdness like so hard yeah. with other shows that I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at. Like, is this supposed to be funny? Like, is it that they leaned into the weirdness or did we just grow up? I can't tell because like, <laughs> because I don't think we grew <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, wow. That's sad. <laughs> that was so honest. I like, I really meant that. Cause, cause we're still, we're still those guys. We're still like, you know, yeah, this is cool. We're, we're into this and that. So yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think we grew up. They just got way, way they too got, weird. Well, they leaned, they leaned into the weirdness, but man, Rick and Morty, like I, like the new episode, um, that just came out is the episode of the, uh, it, it supposedly it's like the Avengers slash guardians of the galaxy. So I can't, Honestly, can't wait to like check that shit out. Oh, well, I'll have um, to check that out as well. And I just re- rewatched Guardians of the Galaxy too, and man, that movie still good. Still yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm about to watch that myself because I, 
I do have fond memories from seeing it in the theater, and I'm like, yeah, it's worth another uh, another revisit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we went a little uh, taxes heavy on this one, um, but uh, thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. And also, um, I'd just like to formally apologize for last week uh, because I royally fucked up and uh, didn't encode the uh, the podcast right. So, sorry, guys. Uh, if anything, um, you just got to hear a really dope episode again. Yeah. You know, Uh that was a really good one. Yeah, I mean, we we had you know Sammy Sosa and Ridley Scott on the show. I mean, if if you had to repeat an episode, yeah, that's the one to go for. That's that's the one to repeat. And we hope to hear from them soon. Yeah, well, we I have a feeling <laughs> that they'll pop up again. Yeah. yeah. So just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Pandemonium, um, as well as um, another show. Um, oh, I'm gonna butcher it. Uh, uh, interview with famous dead people or something along okay. those lines. Yeah, they they uh, they both come on uh, Mondays after our show, and I just think that they're like great and hilarious and uh, just really well done. So um, I'll have the <laughs> the the name of that second show uh, better next week when I give shout outs. But yeah, uh, check them out, guys. I'm Pablo Morali Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo, and together we are. Robots, Robots versus taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. You have yourself a nice day. Song of the week.